Hey friend, are you struggling to find consistent paid speaking gigs? Do you want to know the exact six steps that you can take to find and book more paid speaking opportunities in 2024? Well, we want to make that easy for you. We've created a new free resource with the help of Dan Irvin, one of our highly successful speakers on our team. Dan has booked over $100,000 in paid speaking gigs in the last few years, and his six-step process is going to help you maximize your chances of getting booked and paid to speak in any industry. You're going to learn how to get started prospecting, master discovery calls, and proposal emails and so much more. All you got to do is go to thespeakerlab.com slash steps and we're going to send you this 18-page guide straight to your inbox. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com slash steps and you're going to get that free guide. Hey, thanks for listening. You're awesome. Hey, hey, what's up, my friends? Welcome back to the Speaker Lab podcast. My name is Graham Baldwin. Good to have you here with us today. We are on episode 47. As you may know, we are in the midst of 30 podcast episodes in 30 days here in the month of April. We are cranking them out, having a lot of fun doing that. Today, we're going to have a listener question. We've been doing a lot of these, and, and today's question is one that I get quite a bit from people. So uh, excited to talk about this one and talk about what you need to know about this. But uh, before we get into that, let me quickly remind you here of a couple things. One, is that if you haven't already, be sure and subscribe to the podcast. Don't want you to miss out on any episodes. Uh, also, if you do have a question that you would like to have answered on an upcoming episode of the show, be sure and leave us a, uh, a voicemail question, preferably a voicemail. You can text us a question as well if you'd like. Uh, you can do that by going over to thespeakerlab.com. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com. Go to the Ask Grant tab, and uh, that will take you to the page where you can leave us your voicemail question. So definitely uh, definitely check that out. We'd love to, love to hear your question and answer it on an upcoming episode of the show. Also, if you haven't already, one of the things that we do uh, almost on a weekly basis, we do uh, a live training all about how to get booked and paid to speak. So if you're brand new to speaking, maybe you've been doing it for a little while, uh, you're trying to figure out how to get paid more, how to build your speaking business, this is for you. It is a free online live training. You can be home in the comfort of your own home. We'd love to have you join us. Again, you can go to freespeakerworkshop.com. Again, that is free speaker workshop.com. Register for the next one that we've got coming up. And uh, we'd love to have you join us. Again, that is freespeakerworkshop.com. All right, let's get into today's question. Now, this is one that I, I didn't get from anyone in particular. It's just one that I hear a lot from speakers. Uh, and they ask basically about Toastmasters. Should you get involved in Toastmasters? Do I need to be involved in Toastmasters? What are the benefits of to What is Toastmasters? So we're going to be talking about that today. All right, today we've got another question that I get quite a bit, not from anyone in particular, but just a lot of people that I come across and interact with through uh, through webinars and emails and our Facebook group. Listen, if you haven't already joined our Facebook group, definitely get, a, get in on that. You can find that over at thespeakerlabgroup.com. Again, that is thespeakerlabgroup.com. But the question today is, should I get involved with Toastmasters? Should I get involved with Toastmasters? Well, i got to be honest with you. Whenever I first heard about Toastmasters, I was like, what? Is this like people who who love toast like they like they they get the crisp in a toast just right like they know just the right amount of butter to put on to what do you mean toast master are these like people that are like geek out on toasters i i had no idea what this meant but so let's talk about this we're going to talk about uh, first of all what exactly is toastmasters and then i'm going to give you some thoughts on whether or not i think you should join but Toastmasters, uh, first of all, is a, basically it's a, like an organization that helps you to become a better speaker. It is a huge 
huge organization. They've got over 332,000 members. Uh, they have over 15,000 local clubs and chapters in 135 countries. That's a lot. That's the bulk of them. So Toastmasters is really a big organization. Now, it mostly consists of these local clubs or chapters that meet generally on a, on a weekly basis. And these are generally smaller clubs, usually like anywhere from, you know, 10 to 15 people or so. And each week, there's usually a few, few people giving presentations and other people that are there that help critique and provide, you know, basically some type of constructive feedback and advice. Uh, there's also like Toastmasters competitions, other ways that you can be involved. But the, the main piece is basically those ongoing local chapter meetings. And so that's, again, just kind of a high level view of what Toastmaster is. But let's talk about the other question of should you join? Should you actually get involved with Toastmasters? And the, the short answer is like, I mean, it's at least worth checking out. You know, I don't, I don't think there's going to be a blanket answer for everyone that you should or shouldn't be involved in or get involved or check out Toastmasters. It is always at least worth checking out. I believe they charge to be a member, but you can generally go to at least one local meeting, maybe a couple of local meetings for free just to check it out to see what you think to see if it's it's a fit for you. And again, I think it's just totally worth at least visiting to see what you think. Now, because it is really the primary piece of it is going to be those local chapters. Those local chapters can be really they can vary greatly from one local chapter to another. And this is true with anything. You know, there's it may be some chapters may be better than others, some may be stronger than others, some may be more active than others. So again, this is why I would say just go go check it out. Go check it out. If you're in a, or in a bigger area, especially a major metropolitan area, there may be like a ton of different chapters around you. Uh, I live in the, the Nashville area in the U.S. here, and I, I looked up earlier just out of curiosity, and there was just, there's probably 10, 20 Toastmasters chapters within, I don't know, a half hour drive or so of me. So there's a lot of chapters, and there could be some huge variations just among the ones that are in your area. So again, that's why it's at least worth checking out. But Toastmasters in general, it's focused generally more on how to craft, how to deliver your talk, and less on the business itself. So uh, I wouldn't expect a lot of business help there, and, and don't expect to find bookings. It is a great opportunity for you to, to practice, to learn, but it's not like there are potential clients there every week looking to hire a speaker. That, that's not what it's for at all. So also, keep in mind here that their focus is on helping speakers at all levels. So if you're more of, let's say, an intermediate or an advanced speaker, you may try out a local chapter. And you may be way ahead of where others in the chapter or are at. They may all be brand new working on their first presentation ever. And maybe you've, you've done a lot of presentations, so you just feel like you're too, you're, you're not necessarily too, you're too good for them by any means, but you're just, you're further ahead of where they're at. And there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Also remember that members come from all different types of backgrounds, not just people who want to be professional speakers. So you may go to a local chapter meeting and it may be a mix of, uh, let's say, a real estate agent who's wanting to improve their, their public speaking skills or a some type of corporate employee who's wanting to practice their upcoming presentation they got to give in a boardroom or something. Or even just a, like a stay-at-home mom who just wants to become more confident in their the, like in her, her personal speaking skills. So it can be kind of a big mix of people there. So whenever I got 
first got started as a speaker, I'd heard a lot about Toastmasters. I was intrigued by it. So I attended a few local meetings and I just kind of decided that it wasn't for me. But at the same time, like I know a lot of other people who've had a great experience, who've got a lot from it. In fact, one of the the members of our Booked and Paid to Speak training course and community, they finished, they just recently finished a couple months ago, like in the top 10 international Toastmasters competition, like the one of the top 10 Toastmasters speakers in the world. And they've had a great experience from it. And so again, for me, I didn't necessarily have a bad experience or a negative experience. Anyway, I wouldn't go on, on Yelp and leave a bad review or something. I just didn't, didn't think it would be much help for where I was at in my business at that time. So having said that, let me give you a couple things on what I, I like about Toastmasters. And I'm gonna give you a couple things that I don't like about Toastmasters. So first of all, let's talk about what, what I like about it. Uh, I like that it gives you opportunities to practice. This is one thing that, that you hear me talk a lot about is that the way that you become a better speaker is that you actually speak. And this is not just true with speaking. This is true for anything. If you want to become a better writer, you have to write. If you want to become a better runner, you have to run. If you want to become better at riding a bike, you have to ride a bike. The same thing is true with speaking is if you want to become a better speaker, you have to actually speak. And the nature of speaking means that you generally need an audience. And so sometimes that's hard to hard to construct. You, If I wanted to go run and get better at running, I can just go out and run right now. I don't, I don't need anybody else. I don't need any other things to do it. But if I want to get better as a speaker, generally it helps to actually have an audience. And so Toastmasters gives you that audience. It gives you that environment, that setting with which you can actually practice speaking. So I like that about Toastmasters is it gives you the opportunity to practice. And also another thing I like is it gives you feedback. You know, it helps you to notice things that you you wouldn't have otherwise noticed. Like uh, if you if you haven't already, you need to record yourself both either on audio or video sometimes speaking, preferably video, so that you can pick up on things that you wouldn't notice. Maybe just like uh, keywords that you come back to or maybe you do these weird gestures with your hands that you just you never even realized that you did. And some of that stuff you just don't pick up on on your own, but by watching it back uh, on video, it helps. But also just by having an audience there of people who will give you some of that feedback, not in a mean, not in a condescending or rude way, but just in a way of like, hey, I don't even know if you noticed this, but like every few words, like you you scratch your nose. And I don't know if that's just like a weird tick or something, or uh, from time to time, you just, you're winking at that at that dude on the, on the front row. I don't even know if you picked up on that, but just a heads up that you're doing that. Uh, I don't, it could be any number of things, but you may not even realize it that you're you're doing something or saying something in, in some way, and so you're getting some of that feedback. So I, that's one of the things that I like about Toastmasters. Let me let me shift gears and let me talk briefly about what it is I, I just I didn't like as much about Toastmasters. I don't like that uh, that it, it tends to make speakers it seems like very robotic and stiff. Toastmasters is good, again, on, on focusing on those little things like your, your movements and your gestures and, and cutting out those filler words like the ums and the ahs and those types of things. And, and don't get me wrong, like some of that is, is very, very good. It's helpful to be polished and professional as a speaker, but it's also possible to over-rehearse and to over-practice that stuff and to the point that you become very, very robotic. And so before long, you're not really like a, like a person giving a presentation. You're, you're literally like this pre 
programmed robot that's just going through the motions. And I just, I don't like that at all. And maybe you've seen this before. Maybe you've seen a speaker that is just, they're so deep in their own head and like every motion, every movement, every line is scripted and crafted, like just over and then just pre-programmed into their brain. And again, it's good to have some of that in any presentation. But again, it's also possible to overdo that And a lot of, again, I don't think this is blanket across the board, but a lot of Toastmaster speakers I've seen, they just come across very, very stiff and very, very robotic. Again, that's just to me, just something that that I've noticed. Because at the end of the day, speaking, it's, it's one human talking to a group of other humans. So there's going to be some imperfections at times. You're going to use filler words from time to time. You're going to flub up a sentence. And these are the things that make you human. And so practice, rehearse, go over your presentation. I spend a lot of time practicing and rehearsing and going over my stuff, but don't be so stiff and robotic and packaged that you forget to do the one thing that you came to do, which is to connect with the audience. So those are some things I don't like as much about it is is kind of how stiff and robotic. But again, to give you kind of my two cents, just go check it out and decide for yourself. Like, don't take my two cents of I'm kind of yeah, mediocre on it. I don't love it. I don't hate it. Uh, and don't take someone else who hates it. And don't take someone else who loves it. Go try it out yourself. There's a good chance there is a local chapter near you. In fact, you can go to Toastmasters.com or no, no, dot, not dot .com. I take that back. Dot org. Let's change that again. Toastmasters.org. Go check that out. Find a local chapter. Go check it out and see what you think. And let me know. I'm curious. I'd love to know. For some of you that, that love it, some of you that hate it, for some of you that are just indifferent, I, I'm, I'm fine either way. Just let me know. Uh, again, stop by Toastmasters.org. Check it out. See what you think. And then uh, chime back in. Let me know how your experience was. All right, there you go. Hope you enjoyed that uh, that chit-chat, that conversation about Toastmasters. Hey, let me again quickly remind you, if you haven't already, be sure and stop by freespeakerworkshop.com. Again, that is freespeakerworkshop.com. Register for the upcoming live workshop that we are doing, teaching you all about how to find and book speaking engagements. Even if you're brand new, even if you're just getting started, we're going to walk you through what you need to know. We're going to talk about uh, what marketing tools that you need. We're going to talk about how to find speaking engagements. We're also going to talk about what you should charge charge as a speaker. Plus, we're going to be doing a lot of live Q&A. So definitely register for that. Again, you can find that over at freespeakerworkshop.com. Again, that is freespeakerworkshop.com. All right, that wraps up uh, episode 47. We will uh, catch you tomorrow with episode 48. Got a great interview tomorrow. This is one of my good friends. Uh, We're going to be talking about a subject and topic that I get a lot of questions about, the topic of sponsorships. So buckle up for that tomorrow. We'll see you then. You're awesome.